This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Oh my god, it sounds exactly like every other song you listen to. A little more upbeat, actually. It's very reggae. This is going to be a summer boat jam. I know that in the springtime comes, I will love her no more. I mean, we can pretty much figure out who chose this song because the person who chose this song only listens to music like this, it seems, nowadays. At this pace? At this pace. I mean, is, has there been a song that Mora chose for the podcast that wasn't just like a mid-tempo jam? Slow jam? Yeah, she likes this kind of stuff. Well, we got a this little, is the best uh, part. This is the best part. little reggae guitar. I just love this song. <laughs> Stop this feeling, yeah. It's super, super chill. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is all we listen to over Christmas. It's like driving my daughter crazy. Is there any dynamic? Does it go up at all, or like, does it just kind of stay? No, right none here? of her music's have like none of her music has a hook or it's any kind of change. It's this all a vibe. vibe. Yeah, it's have you vibe. have you ever listened to Glass Animals? No. Is- oh yes, I have. A friend sent me that album saying you'd really like this. Yeah, because it's a little more upbeat than that, but it's definitely like this kind of like trippy stuff. Like, mm. like a song like Gooey is super cool. Yes. Yeah. Glass Animals. I know that song. So cool. Yes. You know this song, I'm sure, Tucker. Spinning round my head and I stay. Not yet. Oh, I like it though. Yeah, I dig this bonus. Thank you for reminding me about these guys. I was listening to them the other day, and I just, like, I, I had all these, like, nostalgic memories come right back flooding through me as soon as I started listening to them. It's so cool. What kind of nostalgic memories are we talking about here? Just, you know, an old, an old fling. Old fling. Just some great late nights. Yeah. Just drinking and listening to this stuff. Have you had the intercourse to this song? Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. intercourse? You performed the intercourse? I performed it, yes. Nice. That's what I'd like to name a song. I'm going to write a song called The Intercourse. I'm sure there already is one. You think? Type it in. I just want to go where I can get some space. 
Is there a song you can think of in your life, Mundus, that you've had the most intercourse to? <laughs> or is it just really seasonal, like it changes with the times and the, you know? Yes, yeah, Stereo Alchemy. Oh, you know right off the gate? What is whoa, it called? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, let's listen to the Bundus uh, bang tune here. It's, it's called The band is called Stereo Alchemy. Stereo, okay. Alchemy. And it's God of Love. Al- God of Love. Yeah. Oh, boy. Woo! God of Love, here we go. This is the song that Bundus has listened to more than any other song <laughs> when he is slaying. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a bit cheesy to play a song called God of Love while you're having the intercourse. The lyrics of this song are Dante's Inferno. It's like it's the the lyrics from Dante's Inferno just recited and sung in a poem. Ah, is that plagiarism? (laughs) No, it's old enough text where you can do it. Oh, really? Why doesn't everybody just do that? Yeah. How Interesting. Old, how old does it be that you can just steal it and turn it into a song? I think it's 100 years before oh, yeah? plagiarism rights kind of go out the window. So I could write a song called To Be or Not To Be? <laughs> Good. <laughs> I am surprised that your number one sex song isn't by Nine Inch Nails. Closer? It's <laughs> a good song. Right. Yeah, but that's way too That's aggressive. Obvious. Yeah. It's aggressive. This is much more of a, okay. a love-making song. Another song. I'm adding this to my tea chill mix. <laughs> Two in a row. Yeah, but now you're going to picture Bundus having sex <laughs> when you listen to this song. Is that such a bad thing? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's funny that you could just pinpoint this song, that this is the song that you've had the most sex to. Yeah, I, there's something about that song. Like, I really like the, uh, the the female voice on it. I, thought, I think the lyrics are beautiful. Um, and there's just something about the, the, the tones and, like, the vibrations and, like, the tremolo in those sounds that you're hearing right now that, like, really accentuate every motion when you're mm. performing, you know? So, um, have you listened to this as recently as the Friday Night Lady Friend, or is this a little bit more historic for you? This is a little more historic. Okay. I like this part. There was... The part where the song turns to nothing. <laughs> that's, that's the part more I like. Ambient. The part yeah. where it's just ambient noise, but not too aggressive. Oh, it's swelling, right? Like, mm. and it's it's very... Like, if, if you... If you perform your actions to the the dynamics and the ups and downs of this song like it's it's pretty intense man mm, it takes you for a ride takes for you sure. for a ride literally you know <laughs> i just uh discovered a song from a band yeah that uh i look forward to listening to well in one day when i have sex again yes <laughs> <laughs> to music actually you know we it, that's the thing when you have kids you mm. lose out on the unless the kids sex are at a music. sleepover yeah, or something totally music's never on it's all like covert yeah. you know morning before kids get up or something yeah i feel like it's conducive too to a bachelor pad like where yeah. you have like one room because your stereo's right there god i used to let you that'd be amazing like you come back with a girl or your girlfriend or whatever oh and you'd have music god. blaring and then you start making out wherever you are yeah Couch makeouts. That stops. That, that never happens. I love happens. couch makeouts. Ask me the last time I made out on a couch. Couch sex. I don't even remember. <laughs> don't even remember. Making out on a couch. Yeah. Classic. Let me see if I can find a song. Uh, I just discovered it's actually a Montreal band. 
It sounds a little bit like Radiohead. And um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, this is it here. I'll play it before I tell you the name of the band here. To make peace with a lot like radio yeah it really does that's why i like it probably yeah but i I was listening to that old radio station you and i both worked for and this was on it and it was a montreal radio station and they played this song and i was like i shazammed it because i thought it was kind of a cool tune yeah it's called give up and it's um by a band called half moon run I dig it. Yeah, we all stand out. That's something cool about uh, Montreal radio is I feel like they really uh, do they have to? Well, there's a reason why they play more obscure stuff. They have different rules in radio yeah. than um, Toronto, Hamilton, mm-hmm. London, Vancouver, anywhere else, basically, except for Ottawa. Uh, they ha- 50% of music that's played on an English radio station in Quebec has to be what they call non-hit, a song that never charted higher than 40 on a chart. So uh, much all radio stations will be very quick to add a new song from like Ariana Grande. They'll play it like out of the box before anyone else plays it. Because it classifies as a non-hit. Because it's not a hit yet. But as soon as it hits like the top 40, then boom, it, it counts it's as a popular. hit against them. It's too popular. But isn't that crazy that in this day... It has to be a non-hit. So does it have to be local talent? No, or? it could be anything. But it has to be a song that never... 50% of their music has to be a song that nobody really loved. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is like it's so crazy. Bizarre. Imagine you owned a clothing store. Yes. And then the government said, "Okay, 50% of what you're going to sell has to be clothes that most people aren't interested in." <laughs> or a restaurant, 50% of your menu has to be food that nobody really loved. Or like, or you'd be, like it'd a, be crazy. A television station and 50% of the shows that you have to air are shows that no one's ever heard of before. And yeah. nobody likes. I mean, most all of Canada actually has uh, to play a certain percentage of Canadian content, like yeah. Canadian-based uh, music. So, what is it for us now? It's thirty thirty-five percent. Some radio stations committed to more when they got their license, or when they renewed their license, or they just do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in on in uh, Quebec. English radio stations have to play 50% non-hit, and that's so they don't have a competitive advantage over the French radio stations, because the French radio oh. stations are forced to play a high percentage of French music, oh, which is gotcha. interesting because, you know, a lot of French people in Quebec would prefer to hear English hit songs mm-hmm. or whatever, just bit popular music, whether it's French, English, or Latin, or whatever these sure. days. But they, you know, their radio stations are required to play French, so the English radio stations can't have a competitive advantage, so they're like, alright, half your music has to be obscure or oh, okay. songs that never charted higher and same for Ottawa because they have that same mm. competition with uh, with French language radio stations and what radio stations do the best in Montreal do the French ones yeah. like win out yeah so most people are listening to the French stations and the French songs yeah well I mean that's like the New York City of radio for French uh, gotcha. radio gotcha. I mean it's the big city it's, it's where all uh, the best talent is it's, it's the, the show it's the it. show <laughs> Like morning shows for uh, the popular French radio stations get the summer off. Like they were stars on a TV show or something and they don't work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they have agents and stuff. Yeah. 
It's a, it's a big deal. It's a different world, though. It's just it's weird that, that those rules are still in place. I think the government's looking at revamping radio and making some changes. I wonder if that'll be something they well, change. There, you never would have found that song if you, they, that rule wasn't that in place. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. But most of the time, radio stations aren't playing more stuff from different artists. They're just playing the same artists more often. Right. When, like for Canadian content, the idea was that when they put those rules in place, mm-hmm. is that, that radio stations would play more Canadian artists and that more artists would get more exposure. But it just means the same artists are getting played more over often. Over and over again. Yeah. A lot of the time that's the case. But also because uh, it's interesting when you look at what people's buying habits were when people used to buy music before mm-hmm. streaming services, mm-hmm. it was never 35% Canadian. Right. So radio stations are forced to play more Canadian music than most Canadians want to even hear. Here. <laughs> it's funny. You know, it was like 20% or whatever, 15, 20% of what was bought in stores might have been Canadian music. I but. wonder if that number has changed now because we have so many big, big Canadian artists like Drake and The Weeknd oh, and Bieber, right now? Shawn Mendes. It's I mean, a lot easier for pop radio stations right now. Yeah, than rock. Well, rock, yeah. Holy cow. Holy Unless you're playing old stuff, it's hard to find that much Canadian rock music that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bunders. They, they could call me, you know. They can call yeah. their Bunder Wonder. Get some old MRO in there. <laughs> yeah. Some artists end up being like quite successful in Canada because of the Canadian content rules, and then they don't get played anywhere else. And that's okay. But I'm that's sure. all right, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, it's not okay. Nobody I mean, it's that. it's okay. Nobody wants that. But you know, like sometimes it's artists that we all really do love and appreciate. Yes, and like they just uh, the bare naked ladies, for example. I mean, they had huge well, they international were, hits. Yeah, that's not a but good I, example. They had huge international hits. But I think, <laughs> I think uh, they, you know, the scale of their popularity in Canada. Um, you know, could blow any of their More, international hits out of the water. A better example would be the Tragically Hip. The Tragically you know, Hip, 100%. Canada's band mm. that, you know, lots of people love listening to the Tragically Hip, even though they very rarely get played in the United States, My sister example. was in Texas, and yep. she went to, she, like, Tragically Hip was playing in a local bar, and there was, like, 15 people there. Nobody knew who they were. Yeah, this Ex- wasn't recently. This, this was, was like obviously first couple albums tragically. Yeah, up or whatever. no one knew who they were. She's yeah. like, we were dying. Well, people used to travel all the time uh, to New York City or Buffalo or cities like that to see the band in, in venues much smaller than they'd be playing in Canada. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I was just thinking about Simple Plan. Oh, Simple Plan. Some Forty One. Simple Plan. Remember those awful. bands? Just awful. awful, awful. Simple Plan. Some Forty One. What was the other one? Uh, Billy Talent, but Billy Talent, oh, was, Billy Talent was good. Great. Yeah, I wouldn't put them in the same category. Some forty one, I would say they had some great songs too. Yeah, not simple plan. But what, what was happened, the biggest? Uh, what happened to those Canadian bands? Like there was an era where we were pumping out. We had the Nickelback, the Default. We had, which I think he's doing country now. The guy from Default. Yes, he is. Who's this? Simple I woke plan. up at was seven. I waited till eleven just to figure out that no one would come. I think I've got a lot of friends. I mean, this is probably the biggest song that Simple Plan had, wasn't it? It's another night all alone. This was like I, 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 this era of music was so like emo. It was so depressing. I think I, if I. Had to sing in a band, this would be the era for me because I could probably do that. 
I don't know why my parents are divorced. Right, you know, yeah, like it's yeah, all yeah. the. Yeah, I, I I mean, there was a time I was really into Blink-182, but now when I hear some of those songs, I'm like, oh my God. Uh, I, I like Blink-182. I know, but just that sort of sound, right? That yeah. was everywhere. Everyone was doing it. <laughs> like, it's just like I couldn't handle it after a while. All the number bands yeah. were in there. And it, they, were, they were always featured in like movies like American Pie, like those teen yes! kind yeah. of like That's the dream. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Simple plan. Where uh, they're not a band anymore, are they? Maybe they are. Yes, they are, yes, Tucker. They are. And yeah. I do believe they're still making music. And then you got your Sum Forty One. Oh yeah, here's an album, 2018. Yes. Oh, the worst day ever. It's the worst day ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. And every day is the worst day ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what. They, they are who they were, so that's good, I guess. Staying true to their roots. They are true to their sound. And I think uh, the crew from Sum 41 are now like producing music, like Derek. And there's some other guy, the bass player, I think. They're just getting into uh, more stuff behind the mic. You know what song I kind of got into from this era? And it was featured in a Spider-Man soundtrack, and that's why I know it. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Oh, you don't know it. Yeah, sure. okay, what is it? Vindicated! I am selfish! I am wrong! Yeah, I'm right! Oh. I swear I'm right! I swear I knew it all along! And I- yes! Vindicated! I am selfish! I am wrong! I am right! I swear I'm right! I swear I knew it all along! And I am wrong! I love this song. Do you? <laughs> So well. Did you play this on the Mix 99.9? Oh my god, I'm sure, I'm sure. What about your Hoobastank? <laughs> Hoobastank was what I was thinking. Didn't they have a song on um, The Reason? The oh, Reason. The Reason, yeah. That Spidey soundtrack was dope. <laughs> now nah, this is a better song. See, I'd listen to this today. I still like a little bit of the stank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hooba stank. But doesn't this all fall into that category of like rock from that era, yeah. like late 90s, early 90s, 2000s? 90s, 2000s rock. I appreciated that era for sure. Rock music. It's a good era. Right now, I, I'll hear things every now and then. And I'll be like, oh, that's good. But I feel like there's fewer bands trying to make it in that format Mm. so it's harder to find like the cream that's rising to the top there's just less of it yeah because i was trying to figure out like why is rock music why didn't why aren't those why aren't there those songs yes that you hear and you're like oh my god i love that song even if it's not your favorite radio station you're listening to a rock station or something like oh that's a really good tune and it seems to happen less and less often and i think it's just most People who are making music in their basements and doing that, it used to be rock and now it's all like electronic or electronic based music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I uh, the, the, the few rock bands that have come out have all been mimicking things from the 60s and 70s, yes. which I don't really appreciate. I don't find oh, like that. that Led Zeppelin cover band. Yeah, uh, what are they called? I, uh, uh, I don't remember their name. Yeah. They're a bunch of young kids, and they sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. And yeah. like the Sheepdogs, like they sound good. Like they're good bands, but 
it just sounds like something that's been done before. It doesn't sound unique. It doesn't sound original. Like, why would I listen to that when I could just listen to Led Zeppelin? Mm. Yeah. And mm. most of the new alternative music or new rock music is incorporating a lot of Greta Van Susteren Gre- or whatever. Greta, is Van the Fleet. Greta Van Fleet. Van Van Fleet. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Credit uh, Van Susteren. Is that an who's actress? That? I, think it's uh, I also find that the ones that do see success in rock music now, they're just not as good. Like, I'll see bands and they're filling arenas in Canadian cities. And I'll think to myself, like, how are they the best in our Canadian rock world right now? Do you think, though? I don't want to name any names. Sure. But do you think that that's just you and you've like, You've aged out of that. No, because I still appreciate good rock music. I like all music. I'm even starting to appreciate some country music. Yeah, me too. But I listen to jazz standards. I listen to rock. I listen to classic rock. I listen to pop, hip hop. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. I just appreciate music. You know, there's a time and place for different songs. Mm-hmm. Sunday morning, I may not listen to new alternative rock music. Sure. But I might on a Friday night or something. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't feel like it's there's as many good artists. But it's, again... It's because there's just fewer people trying to make it in that format. That's what I really think the problem is. Yeah, I think the times have also changed, right? Like when you look at the 60s and the 70s, the guitar was such a new thing and playing a guitar was rebelling to the the norm of the culture back then, right? Mm. Um, That doesn't seem to be what kids are into. Like kids are into computers. We live in a more technological kind of world. So it reflects in in music. Mm -hmm. Does it drive you crazy when you see somebody post something on um, Instagram and then like some old dude comes in and says, uh, hip hop's not music. Like someone, (laughs) you know, like someone will make a comment about an artist and someone's like, oh, you call that music? Always drives me nuts. Yeah. Like, does it take as much talent to uh, come up with a song as it did in the 70s? Maybe not from a musical standpoint, but it's still good stuff to listen to and it's still expression and it's still, you know, makes you feel good or sad or whatever. It doesn't matter if it's complex or not. Like, do I care that they didn't have to do it on a 24-track (laughs) reel-to-reel with Pink Floyd in there or whatever? Like, you know, I appreciate that music, but I can also appreciate music that's just put to a beat Mm -hmm. that, sure, somebody sent them over the an email and they're just putting their, like, rap track on it or something. It's not to say it's not music or it's not good. It's just different. It's that's different. all. There's nothing that makes you sound older than being like, oh, there's just no new good music today. Yeah. There's lots of new good music. It's yeah. Just, it just doesn't sound like, you know, what it did and in the past. It, and it's not made the same way. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's any different. Like there was a time where good songs, you needed to have an orchestra there <laughs> with you. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? And uh-huh. then three guys in a garage all of a sudden started making music with a guitar, bass and drum kit. And then like old people be like, well, that's not music. I used to listen to right. the so-and-so orchestra with... You know, a conductor, Guy Lombardo, or you know, like there's always going to be that evolution, yeah. And there's always going to be the people who get older, like that's not the way it should be done. No, I know. I I hope I never turn into that person. Like I hope I'm always listening to good songs. My daughter asked me yesterday. She's like, "What are the favorite songs you're playing on the radio right now?" Oh yeah, on the station. And I was like, there are no, no good songs right now. So, no, I named a whole bunch of them. Like, I hope I'm, I can always relate to my kids that way. Yeah. You know, they can play songs and I'll be like, oh, I love that song. Yes. Whereas I don't 
really remember a time where I could play songs and my parents would be like, I love that song. You know what's funny is I've been going through this phase with my daughter Harvest, who's four, and playing her songs and getting to watch her reaction when she hears a song for the first time. Like, uh, we've been, uh, over the holidays, we listened to Queen, and I got to see her react to Bohemian Rhapsody for the first time, and I got to see her enjoy We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions together. You know, my that daughter. Was epic. You know what's great for that, actually, is TikTok. There's a lot of songs that are coming out because of TikTok videos mm-hmm. that kids are being introduced to today. Yeah. And because it's being introduced to them on a platform that they accept, yeah. they're embracing that music. Yeah. Instead of it being the song my dad plays in the car, <laughs> it's the song that they discovered themselves. Right. I'll give you a perfect example. My 14 year old daughter who loves Aaron. Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber was playing a playlist the other day and this song came last, on. Past, Saturday night. Etta James and, and a Sunday kind of love. Like I'm like, you like it's this song? She goes, yeah. I'm like, I have tons of music like this. She wouldn't want to hear Sunday it if I played it. But it was, I guess, on a TikTok or something right. that had gone viral. And she added it to a playlist. I think it's and so she sings cool. along to it. And I'm like, this is Etta James. You have any idea what you're listening to? It's like, nope. It's like uh, Fleetwood Mac Dreams showing up yes. back on the charts because of the dude skateboarding with the cranberry juice. Harvest loves that song. And that song just got so much momentum. It, I think that's the great thing about TikTok is, remember when uh, you know you try to post a video that you edited together, family slideshow with some of your music that you had? Yeah. And uh, it can't go up because you didn't pay for the rights of the music? Yeah. It's like the more people hear that song, the more they're going to want to download it. They stopped doing that. They stopped doing yeah, that. Yeah, like eh? if you make a, because I'll make little family movies and yeah. I'll put them up on YouTube and just send a link to a family member or something like, oh, here's a video we shot of Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's private. You'd have to see it. You'd have to have the link to see it. It used to be, yeah, if you had a popular music on there, they'd, they'd just mute it. Yeah. The whole thing. Now what they do is they say you can't make money off that video. Okay. And that they they put the credits of whose uh, songs are on your video. Oh, it just kind of appears? Yeah. So it is pr- pr- promoting the music. Okay. So it shows the artist and then it just prevents you from earning money off that video. But you could have made the video public? Uh, you can now, you can. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Because look at your daughter's discovering Etta James. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What were? What did we start? The, we the played so many. Yeah, what was the song? <laughs> uh, I know that. I know that. Oh, yeah. Karuna the, Bin. The song that your daughter is going to be hearing in 20 years from now. Adding to uh, a playlist, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Like, this to me is kind of filler. It's fine. It would be on a playlist, if I played this, where every song would sound probably just like this, and you wouldn't know the name of any of the songs. Well, I just added it to my reggae playlist. Maura Grierson That's on Spotify. That's a stretch to call this reggae. It's like dub reggae music. Bundus, back me up here. Yeah, I, I would agree that it has Just because of the... Deet, deet. Well, Guitar. that bass line. Is Bedouin Soundclash reggae as well? <laughs> no comment. Okay. All right, well. This ended up just being a... Music combo. You're digging it now! No, I don't mind it. <laughs> I just... 
It's just not a song that I would ever like Shazam if I was hearing it, because I know I could find a thousand other songs that sound exactly like this. I think you Survive. need to be like really high in order to really understand and appreciate what's going on here. <laughs> no oh, interesting. interesting. No comment again. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Thank you.